Away, you moldy rogue. Away. And welcome once again to another episode of the Mouldy Rogues podcast. Now, I'm not one to toot my own horn, or even the collective horn I share with James, but this is a pretty good episode of the show that you are listening to right here. Never has the satire been more biting, or the repartee more repetitious. We have Miss Marple versus Bruce Willis in the totally random skirmish, and the delights of the Black Widow magazine, which we will be tackling in exactly one minute. Bring on those jungle drums. have a pop of random skirmish all very exciting could you explain the uh, rules of this for our listener while i crank up the random and the characterator is that you was that <laughs> zoom breaking or was that no. your brain breaking that <laughs> was my brain breaking no, it's good i quite like it it's kind of like sort of jazz scat singing unless that of the I was now. trying to combine the words character and randomizer. <laughs> so character minimizer. Character minimizer, yeah. Um, okay, so this is a random skirmish where we do best of three. And um, Dan is going to spin the Wheel of Fortune, the Wheel of Fate, to decide which film characters are going to do battle. Um often quite heavily one-sided uh, these choices tend to be but we'll see what today's draw has in store for us dan yeah. have you finished spinning the random currently i'm winning this three to two which is great news okay so this is for you first up you have kirk Lazarus. Are you familiar with this character? I'm not. Who's Kirk Lazarus? Is Robert Downey Jr.'s character from Tropic Thunder. Ah. Um, He's the Australian actor playing a black gentleman. Hmm. Are you going to roll and then we get to decide whether we want to spin again? No, it's not. No, it's not how it works. You it have to it choose works. your. No, it isn't. You have to choose your character, and then I decide on the back of that who my character is going to be. Doesn't that mean you're always at an advantage? That's why we take it in turns. Have you been in a coma or something since we last played this game? Ah, razor sharp. Um, <laughs> I. 
Yeah, let's spin again. Because do you want to summon up a little bit of enthusiasm? I am very enthusiastic. This is me at peak enthusiasm. <laughs> spin you again. Don't sound very enthusiastic. All right. I'm well, you've, on. <laughs> you have given up your chance to have Robert Downey Jr. and you instead have got Miss Marple. Yeah, for f- <laughs> okay, well, let's learn there. Over to you. Who have you got? What has fate brought you? Uh, fate is a cruel mistress, do you know? Mm-hmm. All right, I have got David Dunn from Unbreakable, which is Bruce Willis's indestructible character from the aforementioned film. He, as you recall, wears a green mac and his only weakness is he can't swim. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to spin again. I'm going to stick with David Dunn, not Mm -hmm. the Blackburn midfielder, football fans, the character from Unbreakable. Although, let's be honest, Miss Marple is not... The great choice. I mean, I think if it was between Miss Marple or like Tom Hanks's volleyball from Castaway, I'd probably go for that one. <laughs> Although clearly not, because you had a choice. Miss Marple is the woman who uh, she's a detective, isn't she? Uh, well, semi-professional. Sort of. Yeah. Semi-professional, yeah. Um, so a semi-professional detective in. She in America or in England? I don't remember. Good grief. Crawled out of a... <laughs> I was going to say wormhole, but that would be... <laughs> That's a little bit too Star Trek. Yeah, that's a left field result. <laughs> Good grief. Have you crawled through from another dimension? No, you're thinking of the Miss Marple ripoff played by Angela Lansbury. I wasn't thinking that. I was just genuinely thinking was Miss Marple in England or in America. Miss Marple, who is, of course, an old English lady who goes around small villages and there's just a swathe of blood following in her wake. Okay, lovely. (laughs) Would you like to choose a number? Let's go for 30. 30. Are you not a fan of... Hercule Poirot. I am, yeah. yeah. Is there some crossover there? It's written by the same person. Oh, yeah, I know that. But I didn't yeah. know that there was some crossover between the two. Well, they're all in England, aren't they? Unless she bungs them on a train for some reason. Didn't Hercule Poirot, like, he was in Egypt and stuff, wasn't he? No. <laughs> really? He was. <laughs> Murder on the Nile. Oh, no, yeah, you're thinking was, of Murder on the Orient Express. That doesn't count as a train. Yeah, if it's on dry land, it's always in a small village. Yes. Number 30, you say. Okay, so this is between Miss mm. Marple, the diminutive part-time detective, basically a busybody, and my indestructible square-jawed hero. And it is... Which of these two would you rather have as a jail cell buddy? Miss Marple. Do you want to try and argue? I've, well, I am all ears. What is Bruce Willis bringing to the party? Well, he's indestructible. I mean, granted, he's not much of a talker. Not much of a talker. Quite boring. 
I would yeah. say. He just goes on about how he's indestructible. He doesn't know and he's indestructible. What, what help is that going to be for you in prison? He's my jail cell buddy. When my loose lips yeah, yeah, yeah. create a problem with some of the tough nuts around the joint, he's going to be able to help me out, and he's got my back. So would Miss Marple. Oh, really, an 80-year-old woman. She's going to help me out in a fist yeah. fight, is she? She is. Just brawl like, in the prison yard. Yeah, she would. She'd probably, you know, talk to them, bake them something nice, you know, just diffuse the tension. Bake them. Have you ever been in prison? <laughs> Only a few times. You don't like to talk about it. Um, I don't think you get to bake things. I mean, I think that you're assuming that you're going to go and start loads of fights. I'm saying, yeah. no, you're probably not. You're probably going to just try and do your time yeah. as normally as you can do, in which case you're going to want somebody who's at least going to have a bit of chat. Bruce Willis, zero chat. If you start some shit, Bruce Willis is probably going to go, well, don't look at me. Why would I help you out? You're a gobshite. Why am I going to help you defend yourself against all these other prisoners? I've got my own standing to think about. You're on your own, mate. And yeah. even if he does help you in a fight, he's indestructible. It doesn't mean he's a great fighter. What, are you just going to like use him as a shield while exactly. like, you get shanked? I'm going to gaffer tape well, him to my back. Okay. But then again, you're saying that he's a hard man, so he's not yeah. going to let you gaffer tape him to his back. Whereas, Miss <laughs> Marple, you actually could gaffer tape to your back, and she would provide much the same service. Yeah, but she could only do it once, whereas Willis could do it over and over again. Well, she wouldn't need to. She would diffuse the situation with her lovely chatty <laughs> ways. By confusing people who say, why is there an old woman in this male prison? Well, exactly. Yeah, you're not going to shank somebody who's got an old woman strapped to their back with gaffer tape, are you? <laughs> like a turtle shell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like an octogenarian turtle shell. You're far There's less likely to do anything for that. Some hard nuts going to say you seem to have overlooked the possibility of me stabbing you in your front. Yeah, but Bruce Willis isn't going to help you if you get stabbed in the front either, is he? Because he's strapped to your back. He could clink his big hands round to cover my boobs or yes, like yes, but why is he helping you in the first place? Because he's my best mate. He doesn't mate. give a shit. He would no, give a shit. No, he's not your best mate. He's my best he's mate. He's not your best mate. He uh, is your cellmate. He's mate. your cellmate. He couldn't care less mate. about you. No, so it doesn't mean mate. that. It's like shipmate. Shipmate. <laughs> You've seen the North Waters. It doesn't mean they were all mates. <laughs> Colin Farrell wasn't mates with like the captain who he clubbed to death, <laughs> even though they were technically shipmates. Um, it feels like we've wandered some way off the path yeah. of the conversation. I mean, my whole thing is, as a cellmate, Miss Marple would at least talk to you, she'd probably tell you some stories, probably does a good stories? cup of tea. What stories uh, are you going to get out of Marple? Bruce Willis. Is well, she a legend? Stories are you going to get out of Bruce Willis? Is she a legendary raconteur? More of a legend than Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, brilliant raconteur. He'll just be sat there playing his harmonica, wondering why he's invincible. And you're going to go, Bruce, can you help me? I've pissed off some gangsters. No, no, Dan, I won't. Why not? Because why would I help you? I don't have any reason to help you. I don't want these people to also be annoyed with me because then they're going to keep stabbing me as well. And I don't die. And that's a nightmare because it doesn't mean I don't feel pain. I just keep living, but they're always going to be stabbing me, which is going to make my experience in here horrible. So no, I'm not going to help you, Dan. 
absolutely not. Miss Marple, can you help me? I've upset this gang. Yes, let's go and talk to them. Fine. <laughs> yeah, because the Mexican cartel, they just want a cup of tea and a sit-down chat, don't they? Probably. That's probably what they didn't have, you know, when they were growing up, which is why they ended up where they are. <laughs> Ruth Willis is not going to defuse any situations and he's not going to let you strap him to your back as a stab vest. Miss Markle, a man with a face tattoo wants to stab me in the eye. Oh, I think we'll, we'll make him a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come in with a knife. It's time, time for you to meet your maker. Miss Marple's in there. Oh, hang on, Chuck. Sit down, have a cup of tea and a slice of Battenberg. Have a chat. Smooth it over. Where's she getting cake from? I'm here to kill Dan. Yeah, he's over there. You can get cake in prison. I don't know you've been going to where you're sitting around drinking tea and eating Battenberg even Sean Bean had tea in his prison thing well tea I will give you but slices of cake I think will be a bit yeah, too far cake give it to you. I think it's fine anyway I think I've proved the point Miss Marple is a better cellmate than Bruce Willis in Unbreakable you really have the only point I will concede is that she will fight less when the gaffer tape comes out and I attach it to my back. <laughs> Why are you suddenly this massive hard case who can overpower an invincible man, presumably knock him unconscious and gaffer tape him to your back without him resisting it anyway? Why are you suddenly such a hard case? No, he's going to be my best mate. I'm going to talk he's to him during the night time. Even if he's your best mate, he's not going to agree. To being your stab first. <laughs> he will. At night, when he he's won't. trying to get to sleep, I'll, I'm going to talk to him, tell him interesting I facts. I want to hear about this. I want to hear about your your prison fruits. I'm really <laughs> interested that. in. Sure. Is that the sound of the precipice? The fruity. The fruity precipice. No, I mean, fine. If you two you want to carry on that way, that's absolutely fine. I'm just saying that even if you're in a romantic relationship with Bruce Willis, I don't think he's going to let you gaffer tape him to yourself. Well, you could get in a romantic relationship with Double M. That's fine. That's not an issue. I'm not going to have anyone gaffer tape to me, romantic <laughs> attachment or otherwise. So I think, I think I've proved my point. Marple wins, diffuses the tension, cup of tea, slice of cake, done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to give you a draw, even though this was the no. most slam dunk victory for the invincible man in prison. And you go it's not for because an octogenarian. He's not your friend. He's not my your best friend. mate. He would be. He's not. He's your cell mate. I'm going to talk to him. We're going to get About connected. What? About what? We are going to find things we have in common. You don't have anything in common with him. Do you play I the harmonica? <laughs> Were you in Die Hard? No, there's nothing. He will not have any time for you. And he'll make that very clear, abundantly clear. If anything, he will probably help the other gangsters kill you. Yeah, he'll probably I, help the other gangsters kill you. He's probably sick of it. Why are you helping us, Bruce? He keeps trying to gaffer take me to his back. Stab him up. I will give you a draw for that, although it goes against my better instincts. How, how you have weaseled your way to a draw in this. Um, give me another number for a category. We'll keep these two characters. For uh, one more spin. I don't know. No, why? Just one more spin. And granted, we just spent 20 minutes on gaffer tape. If it's not abundantly clear who the winner is, we'll just get new no. characters. No. 
Yes. No, this is not how the game works. We spin again. This is a draw done because next is going to be, oh, nice fight. Who's going to win that? <laughs> the 80 year old or the invincible man? <laughs> This is One Minute Magazine, whereby okay. you get to read a magazine for what? Well, it's never one minute, but for one minute. So before, Brilliant. if you were to walk into a newsagent and the newsagent said to you, so we've got this new magazine, it's called Black Widow Magazine. What would you imagine it was? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, initially I was thinking about building societies. I think that's just because I'm thinking of Scottish widows. Um, and then I thought it might be a really, really niche gentleman's mag, but moved on from that idea. Uh, spiders? <laughs> Maybe. Spiders magazine. It could be anything, right? Spiders um, magazine. But knowing you and knowing yep. what is in your wheelhouse when you are in control of these things... I would say there is something like an industrial pulley machine called a Black Widow, and this will be a magazine fully about that, or it'll be something incredibly mundane, despite the fact that it's, um, it's got quite a punchy title. Is Scarlett Johansson the Black Widow? She is. is. Maybe this yeah. is an entire magazine about uh, Scarja. Uh, unlikely, because you're going to ask me to talk it through. <laughs> So it'll be something really dumb and boring that I haven't thought of. Now, honestly, there'll be some term or machine in construction or maybe the production of chemicals or something like that called a Black Widow, and you found a monthly magazine dedicated to it, which you're going to try and crack me with. Although now it's going to be even funnier because you've told me that I have to be chipper and upbeat. So... Okay, so I'm intrigued. So if you could open it up and just explain mm -hmm. to the listener what you are looking at. Ah. Here we go. It's a gentleman's spice magazine. Ah. So. Is it? Well, no, you tell me. What does it tell you it is about? Or maybe not. Um, <laughs> because, I don't know, it seems like, well, first of all, it's in Spanish, yeah. which is interesting. There is a attractive Asian lady on the front cover. She is uh, scantily scad, uh, scantily clad, <laughs> rather. <laughs> scantily clad. <laughs> scantily clad. <laughs> so that's why I thought initially it was a gentleman's magazine. Now, have a look. <laughs> what is she sat on? I think she's sat on the side of a bath. She is, yeah, it looks like uh, she sat on the side of a sort of an old Victorian bath. Um, <laughs> it's tiny. I mean, you're going to struggle to get a dog in there. Yeah, it is very small. And underneath that, there's some, it just says famous Eddie Murphy flashback, back to the future, automotive, mm -hmm. Iveco Daily Camper, music, sting. 
and then it says in Spanish, four benefits of coconut oil for the skin, and then follows that in English. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm quite intrigued. There's a sexy lady, but also some quite mundane stories. So yeah, let's have a little look. Okay. So Black Widow, still not clear what exactly it is. Is there a picture uh, okay. of the editor? Uh, there is, I mean, I'm, I don't know if this is the editor, but there's an Asian lady with a star over her area. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's the editor or not. Um, followed by an article about Sting. And it's in Spanish and English, which is... <laughs> it's really weird because there's naked ladies followed by an article where Sting and five things about his life that will surprise you, which seems quite a you know considered article. And then it's back to a photograph of a woman wearing a fur coat and nothing else walking <laughs> down a staircase in a hotel and making various different poses. And there's an article about Eddie Murphy. I found when I was reading through it, obviously I'm a big fan of the Black Widow magazine. Anyway, but you've got naked ladies, you've got an interview with Sting, sure. I mean, you're mm, expecting mm. that, you, you're going to roll with it. And then you've yeah. got an in-depth review of the Aveco Daily Camper. Yeah. Yeah. I think this magazine is a spiritual successor to Player Manager. <laughs> uh, or Player Agent, was it called? In that it's sort of spicy ladies interspersed with what appears to be quite serious journalism. What is Picho de la Sente de Coco para la Piel, Benefito Coconut, Olive Skin? What is that all about? Well, I mean, <laughs> can I just say flawless accent, by the way? Um, well, I spent many years living on uh, Playa de las Americas, as you know. Yeah, sure. Because I think what you've captured, which a lot of people fail to understand, is that all Hispanic people sound like Mexican farmers. James, I'm just wondering, what is Benefitos del Coco del Aceite del Coco? Benefitos del Coconut Oil for the Skin. What does that mean? So, you know, again, flawless delivery there. Um, the benefits of coconut oil for the skin. I don't a, lot know. Of people, <laughs> a lot of people will say to themselves, you know, what I really want is I want a review of a camper van. But I want to mm. go to a magazine that also has some coconut oil descriptions and recommendations. Yeah. And obviously nude women. Where do I go? Mm -hmm. Well, I think you go to uh, the favourite magazine of the Mexican farmer, Black Widow magazine. Sure. It's for people who, like naked ladies, camper vans, they're worried about dry skin and they haven't watched a film since 1985. <laughs> is that it? This is quite a short magazine. I which, know. again, this is a crying shame because this is <laughs> what I often find with this is like, you know, honestly, Earth Movers Weekly or whatever it's called mm. uh, was the size of a phone book. It was like 400 pages in length. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is only a, a mere 30 pages and it's fascinating. A snip indeed. We see, this is why I thought you would appreciate Black Widow magazine. Because it's very much the panacea yeah, to our previous. True. Rather than looking at just parts for 250 pages, yeah. you are literally not allowed to look at the just parts of these Spanish ladies for only 37 pages. <laughs> and there you have it. Another gleeful scoop of unhealthy tosh. 
Next time, as we near the end of the random skirmish competition, Leatherface will tackle Mary Poppins, and we have the return of Would I Lie to Cage. See you next time. Take care out there. Mm-hmm.